Hey folks, hey millionaires. Hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. It's approximately 12.40 a.m. in Houston. And I'm still at this random hotel in Texas here. But I wanted to make sure I go live here tonight with you. And tonight we're going to do a Q&A. And if you're brand new to the podcast, brand new to the rant, I'm Wesley Virgin. I am a young, self-made millionaire from Houston, Texas. I'm black. That doesn't matter, obviously. But I grew up pretty average. My parents are pastors of a church. I have three lovely children. But I grew up pretty average, pretty poor. But over the years, after educating myself, not formal education, self-education, I became a multi-millionaire. I'm currently worth about $30 million. Okay, I'm in the digital marketing space and... I'm also in the real estate space <clears throat> and in the investor space as well. And I just go live to have a just a direct, transparent conversation with you. You, okay? Men and women who haven't given up on their dreams, who just maybe need a push, need some guidance, need some education. Or just need a conversation with someone who's already there. Okay? So how's everybody doing tonight? Let's go! I'm excited. I'm always excited. You know, someone asked me, said, Wesley, why are you always excited? No, not why. It's a how. How can I always be enthusiastic like you, Wesley Virgin? And I'm thinking to myself, how do I do it? I demanded, honestly, I just demanded from myself. I don't have any particular strategy to being excited and motivated and grateful about living. I just demanded. I'm like, let's go. High energy, high income. Yeah. You know, it's just a bitch at this point here. Go ahead and share this out as well, folks. And. If you want to tag a few people below and like the video, if you can hear my voice. But yeah, I just demand it from myself. You know, it's so unfortunate that many of you are unable to conjure feelings within yourself to compel yourself to feel a certain way. One power that I have over myself is this. And you have the same power as well, but you don't utilize it, most of you. It's the power to compel myself to feel how I want to feel. Does that make sense? It's the power to compel myself to feel how I want to feel. Am I saying that I, do I ever feel sad sometimes? Rarely, but yes. Do I feel, I don't know, um, angry? Of course. But I know how to compel myself to feel how I want to feel, okay? There's something that's called the emotional refractory period. And that's the period when you're in a state of anger, sadness, depression, disappointment, whatever, until you can get back to homeostasis, when you're like calm again and you're cool. You know when a person is so upset, they're so angry, you can't talk to them, they can't rationalize. And some people, unfortunately, they spend not just days, not just weeks, Years like this, still thinking about something that took place two years ago, a year ago, 
still thinking about that negative moment, that negative experience. You know, just, you know, it's insane. And your inability to pull yourself out of that state, well, it's going to not only traumatize you, it's going to very likely um, debilitate you. You're not going to have the life that you want. Because if you can't manage and control how you feel at any given time, if you can't just calm yourself down, take a deep breath and say, you know what? How am I feeling? How do I want to feel? If you cannot ask yourself these questions and pull yourself out of a deep emotional state that doesn't serve you, well, that's unfortunate. And I know exactly the life those people will have. And you know what's so unfortunate? You know, most people are like that. Most people can't get over stuff. They can't get over shit. They most people just keep thinking about and perpetuating the same negative thoughts that they don't want to have and the same thoughts. And that's unfortunate, folks. I would advise you to read the book Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goldman. It's a great read. When I had that problem, because I had that problem in my 20s, right? I'm a fast learner in that regard. You know, I would get angry. I would get pissed off and I just couldn't stop it. I would hold grudges against people. I would resent people. But I realized that, and I want you to really listen to me on this one. When you resent people, you're upset and angry at people. The only person that is hurting is you. Like if you're angry at another person, that other person is not feeling your anger. Especially if you're not around them. If you resent someone, the only person that feels that stress, that cortisol, that chemical that's in your body that will debilitate you, make you weaken, screw up your genes and cause this illness in the body is you. So I've learned not to absolve people's, um, you know, they're angry, they pissed at me, they resent It's okay. You know, I'm not going to take that energy. You know, one thing that I've learned to do is apologize to people. Like if I've done if I've done you wrong, I'm, I'm sorry. I have no problem with apologizing, saying I'm sorry. But I do expect you, if you choose to forgive me, great. If you choose not to forgive me, great as well. But I would say you don't want to continue a relationship with a person that <clears throat> say they forgive you, but they constantly remind you what you did wrong. Does that make sense? And that's in any relationship, romantic relationship, business relationship, friendship. It doesn't matter, right? Because in my opinion, it's childish. You know, some people you do have to let go out of your life. And I'm like this. Listen, if you can't let go of something, if you can't release anger, resentment, hurt or pain that somebody allowed you or caused you to have, let them go. It's okay. If you think that situation is incorrigible, just let them go. That's okay. You got a billion people on the planet. Eight billion. All right? Find some new people. All right. So let's go ahead and start the Q&A here. Smash the like button a few times. Let me know that you're here. Let me give you a shout out. Comment your names below. Hey, Beverly. How are you? What's going on? <clears throat> hey, Salvador. Yeah, and listen, you know, my name is Free Game West, Daddy West. I give the game away from free, like I share with you guys, like I share every single night here, that <clears throat> the information that I share on the internet, 90% of this information is free, 10% I do charge for it, but, you know, most of what I do is for free on the internet, it's free content. Type in my name, Wesley Virgin, 
you'll see a beautiful Forbes article that Forbes wrote about me. And you'll also see a ton of free content. My podcast is available for free. So there's no reason why you can't have what you want. There's no reason why you cannot completely change the way that you think and how you perceive your world. Okay. Miss Kamochi, how are you? Kamochi. Hey, Vanessa, how are you? Hey, Abby, Chris, what's going on? <clears throat> well, we have 39 million people in here tonight. Let's go. <clears throat> I'm in this hotel right now. I can't stand a hotel that doesn't have enough pillows. I need pillows, honestly. I need a lot of pillows. All right, questions here. Let's get started. JK Boy, what's going on? Questions, questions here. Q&A. Latanya's in the room. Let's go. Let's go. 41 million. Let's go. Hey, I'm, I'm mean, currently in need of guidance of someone already there. Would love to network, conversate. Need to, you're new to Houston. Okay, talk to me. What's your problem? What's your issue? Talk to me. Do you think all internet markets should heavily implement AI in their online businesses? Um, I mean, if you have a place for it, yes. But you need to understand it first. Let me give you guys. Let me give you guys a website that you can go to, so you can be privy to all the new AI that's birthing from the tech community. It's called FutureTools.ai. And just type that in Google, futuretools.ai, I believe. And that has all the AI, like, new AIs come out every single day in every uh, category that you can think about. So just go there. And then you can do your research and you can see how your AI can fit inside of your business. Because I'm all about automation right now. Wes, how do you figure out what is best for us? You mean what's best for you? Well, the first thing, Fernando, you need to think about what you want. Like, it's not about what's best for you. It's what you want. What do you want? Okay? Like, what do you want for your life? Young people, spend time on this. And that's not an easy question to answer, but... That's the question that needs to be answered. That's what's best for you. What do you want? Write it down on a sheet of paper. Think about it for a few months. Okay? What's next here? Questions here. Talk to me. Let's go. I'm gonna raise the energy a little bit. I, I feel, I feel, I, I feel that some of you are down right now. Why? 2024 is going to be an incredible year. Say yes. 2024 is going to be an incredible year. Say yes. Hello. Wake up. The future is bright right now. 
So many opportunities. How can I get clarity about what I want? By writing it over and over again every single day. I tell this story when I was broke, <clears throat> when I didn't have a ton of money. I would go to a gated community here in Houston, Texas, and I would write down what I wanted every day. And every day I got clear on what I wanted. Okay? Do listen to mantras? Do I listen to mantras? Not currently. What do you think about stress? I think stress is a good thing. You know, everybody thinks that stress is a bad thing. It's just how you perceive it. <clears throat> the people that that deal with stress are the people that have resistance of what they're currently doing, such as people that work at a job. They may say, I'm stressed out of my, my job because you're doing things that you don't want to do. Okay? And you don't feel aligned. You don't feel in flow. Or you're worrying about things. Like you're thinking about what needs to be done, or you're thinking about what you have to do and you don't know exactly how to do it. But let me share something with you. Most people that experience stress or have high anxiety, the issue is the pictures that are in their mind. You ever met a person that's creating these very debilitating scenarios in their mind about what may happen? They may say, well, what if this happened? What, what if I start the business and I fail? Well, what if I invest this money and I lose it? What if I get in a relationship, this person cheats on me? You know, you know, a lot of you are very, very, you're like experts of creating and imagining worst case scenarios. Okay. And that's where the stress comes from, because you only think about worst case scenarios in which you don't realize that scenario that you're creating in your mind. It's a possibility that you might manifest it. To alleviate stress is this, create positive scenarios. If you're going to interview, you're scared, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to get the job. Say, so you know what, I'm going to get the job. I'm going to get the job. I, I know I'm going to get the job. I don't know how, but I just know. I'm, I'm going to say the right thing at the right time. The people are going to like me. I'm going to get the job. It's <clears throat> something that's called self-hypnosis. You folks know what self-hypnosis is? And I'm, I'm really good at this. Every word that come out of my mouth is self-hypnosis. Every word that come out of your mouth is self-hypnosis. When you say things such as, I'm tired today, I'm so exhausted, things are not working out, that is self-hypnosis. You have to really think about the words that you communicate to yourself and to others on a daily basis. I can't stand this person. I hate this person. This person looked at me a certain way. If she got at, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's happening all day. And we are conditioning ourselves to be exactly who we are. Does that make sense? So <clears throat> think about it for a second. If you're, if, if, if you're, if any time that you speak that you're hypnotically programming yourself, wouldn't it make sense for you to speak things that you want? I get it. You might say, well, no, I really, I'm broke, Wes. I have no money. Okay, that's cool. But if you already know you don't have any money, you saying it is not going to make more money appear. If you're having a hard time with a subject matter, hard time in school, hard time with your business, like for you to communicate it 
it doesn't serve you. Like if you already know that you're struggling with your business, for you to say that, well, I'm struggling with my business, like how does that even help you? You're just reprogramming yourself. You get it? But you should say, you know, business is working out perfectly. We're going to make a ton of money this week. There's going to be more customers indoors. I, I can feel it. I know it. Like if you continue to say that over and over and over again, the things that you expect, it will happen. Because that's how you program yourself. It's one thing to hear other people speak to you. But it's another thing, and it's more powerful when you speak to yourself about your own individual reality. Does that make sense? Snap your finger twice if that makes sense. Okay, do that. <clears throat> That's why my life is so phenomenal. Because I realize, and it took practice to be who I am here today, but I realized that I can always speak positively about everything. Like tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a great day. With my daughter, she's going to have her Sweet 16 party at this beautiful venue. She's going to be happy. She's going to be excited. You know, we're going to have photographers there, videographers there as well. All her friends going to be there cheering her on, loving her. It's going to be a fantastic day. Wesley Virgin is going to be in a suit as well. It's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, get it? Or I could say, oh, I hope... You know, everything goes well. I hope the cake arrives soon. I hope, I hope. Nah, I just speak what I want. And I just continue to do it. And it always works out in my favor, honestly. What's next here? Wes, what's the most money you ever spent on a prostitute? Zero dollars. What's next? Hey, where's Herman? What advice do you have for a new realtor? Educate yourself and sell homes. I Honestly, I would use social media. I try to share it with my best friend. He's a realtor. And, you know, unfortunately, he just goes out, you know, and go find clients. And I don't know. I just think that's just a obsolescent way of getting clients when you can go online and find your clients. You just have to learn how to do it. But I would say definitely... Find a way to use the online technology to find people. The same people that you're going to meet at networking events are the same people that you're going to meet online because everybody's online. You have many people online looking for homes. What's next here? Hold on, let me delete someone. Give me a second. <clears throat> there we go. My daughter's calling. Give me a second. Okay, I'm back now. I apologize. All right, what's next? Next questions for me, folks. Can you guys hear me? Let me know. Just give me a thumbs up. I hit the love button a few times here. 
Elena, how are you? How do you divide and invest your money? So I have, and many of you are aware of this, I have what is called the 70-30 rule. If you ever want to be financially smart with your money, because it's one thing to make money, it's another thing to actually keep money, and it's another thing to have the money work for you, and I can teach you how to do that. I did this when I had a little money. I had what was called a 70-30 rule. I think I was making four or $5,000 a month. So I would take 70% of that money, 30% of the money I would use for my rent, for my insurance, for my necessities, for eating, for food, things of that sort. And 70% of that money I will put in different bank accounts, if that makes sense to you. <clears throat> like I have, like today I have a bank account for <clears throat> luxury items. I have a bank account for my cars when I want to buy a new car. I have a bank account when I want to buy a home uh, for real estate purposes, like for investment. I have an account for jewelry, for my watches, chains, and things of that sort, cardio bracelets. I have a bank account for vacations when I want to take me and my boo on vacation. And you know we fly first class, so um, <clears throat> five-star hotels. I mean, I have an account for all this stuff. So whenever I do whatever I do, the the money is available because I don't spend or my life doesn't go, it doesn't surpass 30% of the money that I'm earning on a monthly basis. Does that make sense? <clears throat> but I train myself to be like this or to have this type of behavior very early in life, like in my, I don't know, like 25, 26, because <clears throat> I was broke. Like I was making good money, but I was always broke every month. So I just trained myself to do it. And I also did this. This is a great one. I got myself several bank accounts with different banks. And at that time, you could <clears throat> do what was called direct deposit. So I would direct deposit a certain percentage of money in one bank account and the other percentage in a different bank account. So say 10% in Wells Fargo, 90% in, I don't know, Bank of America. And it would just happen. And, and the bank that I would put the 10% in, I wouldn't get a debit card. So I would never see the money, almost like taxes. Make sense? That'll keep you wealthy for the rest of your life, honestly. Do you leave this money in the bank or invest it in something that has quick li liquidity? Uh, I usually invest it. I don't, I don't leave a lot of money in the bank. Not even, I mean, maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars, honestly, in the bank. But uh, I just put my money in assets as much as humanly possible. West House, the Rolls Royce. It's doing well. Unfortunately, I scratched the rims today. So I'm going to have to get that fixed. But it's all good. It's just a rim. It's destroyed, but it's okay. Sorry, Wes. I was showing my daughter my, our new place. It's her first time coming over. But yeah, not giving up. Let's go live again. It's been a while, brother. I love you, man. Love you too, Chris. I don't I don't know what you're you're apologizing for, but okay. <clears throat> Thank you. I'm also located in Houston, Texas. Are you currently open to taking someone under your wing? Uh not right now. <clears throat> I'm just too busy, honestly. That's why I do the rants. I don't have no time honestly to mentor unless you can spend a ton of money on me, which is like a hundred hundred thousand dollars. 
And that doesn't guarantee anything, right? That's just, you'll have access to me. But <clears throat> right now, I really can't mentor anybody personally. I have enough I have enough people around me on this right now. How many times do you meditate in a day? Today, I meditate three to four times. Wes, can we receive a talk about conversation hypnosis with women? What would you like to know? Salvador, you focus on the wrong thing, brother. You focus on women, huh? <clears throat> Y'all men love these women. I get it. I know they pretty. They're beautiful, aren't they? They smell good. They feel good. I know. I get it. <clears throat> Listen, you know, once you make some money, you don't need much of hypnosis with women. You know, a good conversationalist is always good with a woman. And I think what he's talking about is conversational hypnosis. I give an example, just a small example for women. I mean, for men, if you want to use it against women. Learn when you speak to women. Learn to speak. In a very calm manner, manner, okay? See how I'm alluring my voice and I'm taking my time because women, they like that. They like when they meet a man that can take his time, that can really understand her inner thoughts, okay? Women love a man that can understand her deeply and women also love a man who can listen. Deeply to her, which means is he doesn't respond when she speaks. She, he just allows her to talk. And as he listened to the words from her beautiful mouth, he continued to listen. And every word that comes out of her mouth, he listens. He doesn't respond, but he, he's an active listener. Does that make sense? See, what I'm doing right now is conversational hypnosis. Women are in a trance right now. The truth. They might not admit it, but they are. They love it. So learn to speak that way. What am I doing? I'm lowering my tonality. I'm taking my time. I'm pausing. Okay? And I'm just talking about her. <laughs> it's not that, honestly, men, it's not that difficult with women. You know, I don't know. Men have a very difficult time with women, it's very easy. You know, a, a lot of men are get they get hung up on the looks and the money. Those are important, but to be honest with you, a conversation with a woman, um, a deeper conversation with a woman, it's powerful. You might say, "Well, Wes, how do you do that?" You know, I'm not so intellectual like you. You seem to be a man that read a lot of books. I do. Listen, this is for the men that maybe you're unable to articulate yourself the way that I do, right? Because I have real power with my mouth, okay? I have I have real power with my tongue as well, if that makes sense to you. But um, maybe you don't have that power yet. You're still learning. So, I mean, this is what you do. If you take a woman out on a date, this is what I want you to do. Listen, I'm going to give you some free game here tonight. Open up the black books, okay? When you're having a conversation with a woman on a date, what you need to do is learn about her. What men fail to do on dates, and this is because of 
his insecurities are it's, it's really a man's insecurities. I give an example. When a man to talk when he talks too much about himself to a person that you just met, that just exposes your insecurities because what you're doing is you're like presenting yourself in a way that you think that she will be impressed. Oh, I do this, I do this, I do this, I have this, I have this. No, 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 no. Listen, women don't care about that shit. And they just really don't. You know what women really want? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is really simple. They just want a man that can shut up and listen. So we on a date, ask questions that causes her to talk. How was your day? What exciting thing happened to you today? Tell me about your day. Tell me how you feel. Right? I mean, it's really that simple. Okay, I want to get to know my woman. Like, even even me, when I have a woman or my boo that's in my... I, I want to know about her. Now, why do I do this? Like, why do I want to know about her? I want to learn so much about my woman that I'm able to assume if something is wrong in advance. Because that's what women like. Because let me tell you what women, what's important with women here. Then we get off this topic. Women, if you're with a woman, woman, they want their man to understand me. You know what women say all the time? Man, he just don't understand me. No one understand. My man, men don't understand me. They don't understand. Me. You know why men don't understand? Because men don't listen. But if you listen, women will tell you everything about them that you can utilize to distress her, to make her life happy. Mm. Tell me I shouldn't write a book about this. Maybe one day. I mean, it's really that simple, man. It's just that simple. Just close your mouth. Ask questions and let her talk. It's very important because women need to do what is called decompress, venting. Many of you know the word venting. It's important for women. Extremely. Women are smarter than men. You think women can't solve their own problems? They, they can solve their own problems. Like... I'm talking about like those emotional problems and, and maybe she's talking about the girl at work. Or the, like she can solve stuff like that. Maybe financial problems, you need to step in. But those other issues, she's talking about what's happening at work, what's happening with her business, what happened with this person. I mean, she just needs to talk. Because that's how she just feels a release. It's almost like an orgasm for her. And she feels, that's why when women get together, they can talk about all their problems and this, 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 and that, this, 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 this that, about this happening, this happening. And then after that, they just feel good because they're not looking for a solution. They just want to talk. Get it? Yeah, some of you men, it's going to take you a while to get that. All right, what's next here? Next question for me here. And man, you just look at the comments below. I mean, all the women, they're all agreeing with me about what I just said. I mean, it's just obvious in my opinion. You know, when a man is sure of himself, listen, when a man is sure of himself, when I mean sure of himself, like when a man just like, you know, I know I'm doing well in life. I'm proud of myself. I'm good. He doesn't need to like tell woman everything like you think i'm going to date and tell woman oh yeah i got eight cars i got a lamborghini i got a mclaren um i got real estate i got a place in columbia no i don't tell him anything about me honestly 
I've had women say, hey, you don't, you don't tell me about you. I know nothing about you. you. I mean, I know, I mean, you know everything about me. <laughs> like, because I just want to know about them. I don't talk about myself because I don't know. There's nothing to talk about. I'm just a guy on the internet that talks all night. That's it. Are you going to take all your car to MLK? Black party? Probably not, man. Probably not. They still they still have that, huh? Yeah, I'm not a black party type of guy. What assets do you recommend? Real estate for sure. Please tell me what book you read. Which book are you referring to? Give me a second. What's the next year I'm back, folks? <clears throat> Questions here. Buy and sell real estate or rent it out. I rent it out currently, Fernand. I buy and I rent. Because I'm just looking to create more residual income. That's it. Can you post my brand? I'll throw you half the sales profit. Oh, she's not talking to me. She's talking to somebody else. Can you guys hear me clearly here? Just want to make sure. I need to answer a text. My daughter just texted me, so I have to respond. What's next? Questions here. Talk to me, folks. We can talk about anything, folks. You know, honestly, I like talking about manifesting dreams. How do you meditate? I just sit down, close my eyes, turn, a turn on the meditation music, and that's it. That's it. If you're a beginner, focus on your breathing first. Hi, Wes. Just getting on. Grade 16 for your daughter. Thank you so much, Miss Dunn. Osvaldo, how are you? Revim, how are you? Shushu3, how are you? Blush. Smoking? I don't smoke. Hey, Patty Duck, how are you? Scotty, how are you? Hey, Jackson, how are you? The genius trip is dope. Thank you so much, Darren. How long do you meditate for? 20, 25, maybe 30 minutes at a time. Erwin Castor. How are you, sir? Delicard. Jeanette. Two. Jennifer, how are you? How do you manifest dreams? First step, you have to know what you want, Fernando. Second step, you need to write it down. Third step, you need to feel as if you have it. That's it. Do you have a timer when you meditate? No, no timer. Vikas Kumar, how are you doing, sir? Sarab, how are you? Kicha. 
I'm excited for next week as well, folks. I will be traveling to Dubai. I'm taking the Virgin Media team, my top performers, to Dubai. So we're going to have a great time. So we're going to record all that. I will be going live. It's going to be a movie. It's going to be. And also, we'll be celebrating Ariella's birthday um, as well, my VP, my number two. So can't wait. It's going to be fun. I love Dubai. Dubai is always a good time. When creating a vision board, what should you start off with? With what you want. When you create a vision board, you go to the internet, you print out the things that you want, the pictures, and you put them on your vision board. That's what I did, and that's what, I, that's what I've done. <clears throat> I had a vision board that I created 10 years ago. And 90% of those things have manifested. King Love, how are you, man? Off Erickson. Otto, how are you? Ini Bukan, how are you? You're very welcome, Danelle. Happy birthday, Wes. My birthday is January the 16th, folks. And if you want to mail me anything, okay, I have a P.O. box. You can check my bio. My P.O. box is there. I got it just for you guys to send me gifts presents honestly i never get anything for my birthday like i never come that's not a big deal my daughter she does my daughter does give me things for my birthday my oldest daughter right she always takes care of me but um shout out to deasia but um honestly i never really get anything honestly i never really get nothing and it's, it's not a big deal but this year you know a lot of you asked me about hey Wes, can we send you something so I got a P.O. box, so if you want to send me something, it's cool. <clears throat> I'm not a hard guy to please, honestly. <clears throat> Wes, I lost money with Ariella. No, you didn't lose any money, my guy. The question is where you committed. Um, Wes, that's because you are 20. Absolutely. You're right. I can't wait for you to do Dubai Sunday morning rent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know, I'll do that rent for my hotel in Dubai. I have a beautiful hotel, gorgeous view. We'll be staying the Burj, which is the only seven-star hotel in the world. It's gorgeous. They have a mirror. I mean, you can actually... I remember when I went to Dubai with this one young lady. We made love. And we had the mirror above us. It was amazing. Wait, wait. I'm just thinking. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's a great time. Questions for me. Talk to me. I'm doing very well. The power of the mind. I love you too. I love all of you. If you guys want to travel anywhere, but just to give you guys some suggestions... Because I've been all over the world. Go to the Montage in Cabo, Mexico. 
I'll never forget that moment. Mm. Mexico. The montage. We had a gorgeous hotel. It's about 4000 a night. You don't have to get that hotel room, but we got that in. We had a beach view and basically opened the doors at night. We decided to keep the doors open as we listened to the ocean as we made love on that bed. Mm. That was amazing. Great times, great times. See if we can rekindle those times. <laughs> uh, yeah, montage in Cabo, Mexico. Take your boo, your boo thing, your wife, girlfriend, boy, whatever. Take them there. That place is extraordinary. Okay. I even sent my parents there last year for their 50th. Um, was it the 50th year anniversary? What are your, what are your, what, what are your, for your young entrepreneur? That doesn't make any sense, my guy. Write it again. If you're going to write, make sure you write properly, folks. Okay. Thanks for the follow, Army. I do appreciate all you guys that choose to follow me now. Thank you for following me. I do appreciate that follow. What's next? I want to send you a pair of Italian shoes. Uh, my shoe size is 13. 12, 12 and a half, or 45. What's the question? You can visit the pyramids in Cairo, Egypt. I've already done that. I've already been to Egypt. And I've already saw the pyramids. <laughs> Salvador says only after I become the high value man I'm supposed to become then I will make passion and love to a woman in the Cabo Mexico yeah you know listen man let me share something with you it's two type of experiences as it relates to making love to a woman making love to a woman as a average broke guy you know it's one experience right when you're broke and average but when you're rich let me tell you something. When you're rich, when you're wealthy, you typically get the best out of woman sexually. You know, a broke guy, I mean, you might think she's giving it to you great. Well, you're broke or you're average, so you don't really know unless you're just very physically attractive. But when you're rich, that's a, that's a different type of intimacy. <laughs> So, yeah, I would suggest definitely go make you some money. Because, see, when you're rich and wealthy and you provide for the woman, 
Now she's not making love to you and stressed out. The best type of sex is sex that lacks stress. You don't want a woman to be stressed out and making love to you. You want her to be just totally feeling good and happy because all her bills are paid. She don't have any financial problems because you have taken care of those. So she would just give you all of her. She have nothing else to think about but having an orgasm with you. Make sense? And that's the only thing you want her to think about anyway. It's coming over and over again. What's next? Wester, can you go deep on how to kill doubt that creates that creeps in when things seem to not go well? Well, when you say it creeps in, where specifically does it creep in? Like where is it creeping? Explain that to me. Hey Armor, how are you? Questions here, questions for me. Hey, Vicky Pinman. Heidi, how are you? Welcome back. Miss Honey B. More questions for me. Talk to me. When you are visualizing, what about it? Fernanda, baby. Smalls, do you suggest meditation or writing down goals? Both. Luis. Ahmed. Balan. Sifis. The Quavis Norwood. Any more questions for me? A lot of you are logging on now. You're late. Wes, can you go deep on how to kill doubt when it creeps in? Yeah, but I need you to explain to me creeping in. How do you know it's creeping in? And whenever you doubt, it's because you haven't given yourself enough certainty about what you want. You remember when I was talking about self-hypnosis? Whenever you're doubting something, you're thinking about it not happening. So I would say stop thinking. Stop thinking that way. Stop thinking that it's not going to happen. That's where doubt comes from. It's the creation of your own individual mind. What are your advice for young entrepreneurs starting out with the meditation journey? Do it. Meditate. That's my advice. And do it now. Do it tonight. Oh, 70 million. Let's go. Jose Manuel. Prashant. Willie. Do you believe in the power of the pineal gland? What is the easiest way to activate it? Uh, I'm not so sure about that. Honestly, I truly believe the more you meditate, you'll just have our deeper intuition are you have what is called sensory sensory acuity so you're able to just to see things and people are be able to observe them or to make certain decisions based off people's body language their mannerisms and the way that they talk and speak
just a deep observation of people to come to a conclusion. Mm. What's next? It's not that many questions here tonight. Why? Talk to me. Rosemary Phillips Carol Princess. Hey guys. You are well informed, Wes. I admire that. Well, thank you for the admiration. What's your advice on men that date gorgeous exotic dancers? Uh, escorts and a gentleman of leisure, alpha type of male. Well, I mean, escorts? I wouldn't suggest dating an escort. I wouldn't suggest dating an exotic dancer. I mean, you have to really think about it. And, and listen, I'm not belittling exotic dancers or whatever. Do what you do. But listen, for a woman, just think about it for a sec. For a woman to have the confidence and the guts and the balls to get on somebody's stage and take her clothes off. And have men parade around her and give her money. And that woman sits on the laps of random men all night. Got to think about what took place in this woman's childhood. Is that the type of woman you want to date? Yeah, maybe she's a very sexual woman. Maybe she's fine, sexy, and gorgeous. I mean, I've slept with a stripper before. I mean, they're very great in bed. Don't get it twisted. They're insanely great. That's what they do for a living, right? So, um, to please men. So, but you have to think to yourself, you know, is that the type of woman that you want to be with for the rest of your life? Because, you know, after the sex is done, you still have to live with this person, communicate with this person, um, be around this person. And most of the time, that's not the greatest experience because... Any woman that makes a decision to, you know, even the OnlyFans thing, you know, take her clothes off or parade in front of a camera to get men to give her money, just using her body, to me, that's just sick. It's kind of sickening, in my opinion. And I get it, women justified it, but it's just, to me, it's sick. And usually a woman that does that, you just kind of look at her childhood, and usually the childhood is very traumatized. And it's unfortunate, honestly. So I wouldn't suggest it. And high-value men, they they wouldn't date, not seriously date, a woman that's an exotic dancer. It's just not going to happen. They'll probably stay around for the for the sexual experience, but like to date and bring to your mama's house, absolutely not. I know I would. I'm sorry, I can't. Impossible. Because I didn't grow up that way. You know, and I don't want my woman. To be a woman of the streets. To me, that's a woman of the streets. Like, why would I, as a high-value man, why would I want my woman to have so many bodies or have so many men? That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. High-value men would never do that. Ever. Morning. Wesley, congratulations to your baby girl. Okay. Thank you. 
Do you have your vision boards in your bedroom? I do. I do. I lost my car key last night. Good job, abundant girl. Once you make your first million, what are some good assets to invest in? Real estate. Real estate for sure. How do you clear your mind before you sleep and do you journal daily? I don't journal daily, but I don't clear my mind. I just go to sleep, honestly. I mean, I don't watch TV and I'm not on social media before bed, so my mind is pretty clear. Hey, Danielle, how are you? You don't answer my questions. I don't see your questions, Tammy. What's the best time to meditate morning and evening? Just because she may have been, she may have been, that doesn't make any sense. A woman on the street doesn't mean one can't learn from the situation and change their life. I, yeah, I agree. And I never said the women are incorrigible. I didn't, I didn't say the woman couldn't change. I just said if a woman currently did that, that was her current career choice, right? Uh, no. And then the next question is, well, could I deal with a woman that I've done that in the past and she changed? I don't know. You know, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's. It, I guess it's, Similar to if a man had a felony and murdered people and he got out of jail, he reformed himself, he's a better person. Women, could you date a man like that? I mean, I, I don't know. You know, you know, it just it is what it is. I know it sounds judgmental, but it's just the truth. It's just some people, me personally, I just I can't I won't date. I'm just not going to take it seriously. I'm just not. That's why it's very important. That's why I teach my daughters. I said, you know, what you do now is very important because people will judge and make decisions based off your past. That's just how it is. Like me, I it's very difficult for me to date a woman. And women don't get mad at me, but I'm just being honest with you. It's very difficult for me to date a woman who had a traumatic childhood. I didn't have a traumatic childhood. I'm not saying it was perfect, but my parents are pastors. I mean, they were good people. They didn't drink. They didn't curse. My mom and dad, they didn't fight. I mean, they may argue a little bit, but they never hit each other. I mean, we was at church all day. So it was very normal. So it'd be very difficult for me to date a woman who dad raped her or beat her or the parents wasn't there or she had to move out at the age of 15 or she had to sleep with men just to survive. I mean, I've, I mean, cause I've dated women like that. I know this from experience. And those are very traumatic experiences, you know, even in a relationship with that type of woman. And I pray for her healing. I want her to be healed. And women can be healed. But I would prefer just to deal with a woman who had a similar childhood to me. And I would suggest that for you guys as well. You know, you want to date people who had a similar childhood. Hopefully that your childhood wasn't too traumatic. If it was, you need to just go through the healing process and understand that your normal needs to change. You need to get a new normal. Does that make sense?
Uh, uh. Like I said, no offense to women who have been through some bullshit in life. I get it, you know, and I'm not judging you. I love you. I really do. But at the end of the day, you know, um, teaches his own and, you know, through education, you have to educate yourself and through experience. You have to make better decisions, especially when you start to augment people to your life, especially a woman, man. You know, the woman that you choose is probably going to be the most important decision that you ever make in your life. All right, because you have the wrong woman, man. A woman can destroy you, man. Because <laughs> men, they don't know how to properly deal with emotions. What's next? What's next? What's next? Hey, Jessica, how are you? I mean, I could teach a class on this, and I've never been to college, you know, but I don't know. It's A lot of this stuff is just self-explanatory. Just common sense. What's next? Questions. Hello. Wake up. Q&A. What do you have for me? Dr. Francisco. Oh, it's not common sense. Yeah, I guess not. You know, that's when I realized that I'm so different from so many people. Because to me, this is just common sense. But I know why it's common sense. I, I give you an example. Like, when I was young, I never went to parties. My parents didn't allow us to go to parties. Like, I, I don't know. I never got invited anyway. So uh, I never went to the movies. And I never, like, hung out with friends, like, in their cars and driving around. I I know I was just always in a house in the neighborhood or playing basketball at my friend's house. Like I never experienced a lot of things that a lot of young teenagers experience here today. Just never did. You know, we were just in the house. So I guess I was guarded. So when I became an adult, you know, drinking, like I don't like I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to use drugs. I didn't want to smoke. I didn't want to party. Like, I didn't want to go to clubs. I mean, I didn't have a desire for none of that stuff, honestly. Like, even today, I don't want to, like, watch football games, basketball games. None of that stuff is boring. So you have to think about a man that doesn't even have a desire for none of those things. So, so you know, obviously, you know, when I got, when I began to read books, you know, not fiction, but nonfiction books, in the area of self-development and self-help, I just acquired a ton of knowledge about people and human behavior and wealth, business. Are your children guarded? Nope. Not at all. I mean, my children, they, <laughs> I mean, they pretty much do what they want. But they make great decisions because I did a good job parenting them. So I don't have to worry about my children drinking and 
having sex and all, you know, just doing crazy shit. I, I mean, I did a good job, honestly. And I would never force my children to do anything in life. Even the things that I know they should do well. It's very important for me when parenting is to create an environment with my children that they make the decision that they are wrong. Does that make sense? As many times my children have done certain things I don't agree with and I don't like. But instead of just criticize, you know, just like, no, don't do that. That's wrong. But I, I try to get them to rationalize in their own mind that it's wrong. That if you continue with this behavior, that this is going to happen. This is the consequence if you act this way. Does that make sense? And they're smart. They're able to see, okay, if I'm, like I guess that if you have a bad attitude, then obviously you're not going to get the best from me. Because I'm not going to deal with a child that has a negative, bad attitude for no reason and is not willing to um, to think about what they have done. Because that's a sign of maturity, right? Because I get it. You know, when your child are young, you know, obviously they're very irrational about a lot of things. And they just have their attitude. They get mad at whatever. But as they get older, you expect them to mature, which means that they have to learn how to rationalize the behavior even though they feel a certain way, but it's not serving them. It's not serving others. And it's creating a negative environment for themselves and other people. Right? That's maturity. Because if you don't mature, like me as my kid, if you don't mature that way, I mean, it's a lot of things you're not going to get. You're not going to get cars. You're not going to get license. You're not going to get money. I mean, you're not going to get all, like nothing. You'll get just the base minimum. Because I cannot award the behavior. Does that make sense? And... Luckily, you know, I've had, I have great children. They they get it. But it's important for, for me to have my children rationalize their own behavior to make their own decision of what's right and what's wrong, what they should do, what they shouldn't. I'm not here to force or compel or conjole them to do anything. Um, I want them to realize that but if you do this, you can, but this can happen if you do this. Make sense? Because if they make a decision on their own, they're going to be committed to the decision. If you make it for them, force them, whoop them, beat them, whatever you do, scream at them, then not only are they going to do it, they're going to resent you. They're going to resent you, and they're going to do it anyway to spite you. Make sense? How much would it be in order to meet you and have a conversation hundred thousand dollars <throat> what were the most significant challenges you face on your path to success um, I guess losing money losing a lot of money and losing that on partnerships How long have you been married? I'm not married. Whoa, 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 whoa. Relax. Married? No, ma'am. Uh-uh. No one can marry Mr. Virgin. It's almost impossible. Where is Miss? Where is Mrs. Virgin? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never shared this before, but it's only been one woman in my life. In my life. That I gave the title Mrs. Virgin. She knows who she is. <laughs> I sent her some flowers and I put it on the car, Mrs. Virgin. I've never did that in my life, honestly. <sighs> yeah. 
to say about that. But only one. But I'm not married. <laughs> if anyone had $100,000 west of you, would be so far from their minds. Nah. What do you mean millionaires listen to me all the time? What are you talking about? I give advice to rich people all the time. So what are you talking about? People that have money, they realize that, you know, they need mentorship. Some people just, they need mentorship because they're trying to go to the next level. We have people all the time that pay us a ton of money because they want to go to the next level in their life. And sometimes they need clarity and sometimes you need a coach for that. Hey, Candy, how are you? <laughs> Tammy, you're nosy. What are your thoughts on marriage and why be opposed to it? Okay, so my thoughts on marriage is this. And if you can tell me, tell me. I don't see what the benefit is. What is the benefit of being married? Like, give me the actual benefit of being married. Like, how does it increase my quality of life if I go to the courthouse, sign a, people, sign a sheet of paper, and say that I'm married? Like, what's the benefit that I can't do without doing that? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see the benefit. I just, honestly, I think it's, it's more detrimental. Like, I think it's not smart because, especially if you have money, um, assets, and I mean, it can get very tricky, right? So, I don't think it's a smart business decision to get married, first of all. But let me know what the advantage is. And don't tell me some bullshit about loyalty. Did I know that person is committed? Shut up. You know how many married people cheat? Probably 90%, maybe 95%. So, what are you talking about? Yeah, marriage does not mean loyalty and commitment. Nah. Or it doesn't guarantee it. Mm. Mm. Wes, I know I'm listening to Unreal Secrets. Good job, brother. Hey, Anne-Marie, how are you? Someone said they don't see the benefit in having children. Uh, I do. Actually, my children, especially my girls, made me a better man as it relates to relationships with women. I'm more calm, patient as well. Because having girls, my God, and for all my men that are fathers out there know what I'm talking about, you got to be very patient, Jesus Christ. Sometimes you want to choke your children. <laughs> How do you approach risk and decision-making in your business ventures? Um, you know, I don't see any risk. When I start a company, start a, I don't see any risk. I don't think about the risk. I don't even consider it. That's just how I approach it. If anything happens, I deal with it when it happens. But I don't know. I don't, I don't just say, oh, let me think about all the risk factors in this business. I just think about what I want to create with the business, personally. Would you recommend the book, Reptile? Yeah, but it's a very expensive book. Hey, Money Mike Wynn.
Uh, the book Reptile was created by lawyers. And the reptile, what they're referring to is the reptilian part of the brain. The part of the brain is like when you get hungry, when you get horny, when you are anxious, stressed out, whatever. So the book basically teaches lawyers how to convince and persuade jurors, you know, the people in the jury, to their way of thinking by using, like, fear tactics and it's the reptile. Like, if I can talk to, say, if I'm a lawyer in the trial and to say, um, I don't know, a murderer, or allegedly he murdered the person, so I'm going to... You know, I can talk about all the crime that's taking place in the neighborhood. I can say, you know, imagine if this man actually did it. You know, we, um, this man is alleged to do it, but you got to think about it. You got to protect yourself from people that do things like this. And you got to think about your children. You got to think about your family, your doors. You know, you want to make, make sure you're safe. So that's like the reptile, right? Thinking about a person's safety and, you know, you don't know if he, you know, who knows if the man actually did the murder, but if you create a scenario where the jury is afraid that a murderer may be in their apartment complex, in their neighborhood, how would they feel? So they start feeling, they start getting scared. Then what happens, they start to anchor the fear to the person, even though the person has not been proven guilty or innocent yet. But um, it's very powerful. It's very, very powerful with... You know, some doors are really, really great at this. If you do it well, I mean, just you'll never lose a case. What are the key principles that have guided your success? You know, just believing in myself, to be honest with you, just believing deeply in myself that I can do it. When you are setting up a sales funnel, do you find it better to be aggressive in your upsells or be more passive? Uh, I would say test both, Mitch, be aggressive and passive and see which one converts most. And folks, make sure you listen to the rant again. Okay, listen to this again. Wesley, I believe I can replicate what you did. I don't think it's that hard. I believe it has a lot to do with making a digital product and putting it on there for them. Okay, if you can duplicate it, Tammy, do it. Do it. Hey, Sarah, how are you? Do it. What's next? Do it then if you can do it, do it. Like folks, if you can do what I if you can do what I do, go do it. You don't have to tell me you can do it, just go do it. The rent last Sunday was excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Alright, folks, I guess I'm gonna let you go. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. I love all of you. I love you, I love you, and I love you. Keep listening. Keep conditioning your mind for what you want. Keep putting yourself in the right environment to become the woman or man that you want as well. Much love.